Ethan Quantier. Sarah Smith Jr. Rabbit appear to Ralph Storr. Nathaniel Butler. To talk about their secrets to success. Watching Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Linked Up on LinkedIn. Welcome to another episode of Linked Up via LinkedIn. And uh, we're super, super excited to bring uh, our guests on today. And, uh, you know, you have to take your time to get the pronunciation right. So here I go. Today on the show, we have Arabana Apia. Did Ooh, I get it? Look, look at me. Look at that, me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Round of applause for that appreciate one. Appreciate it. Appreciate People it. People very rarely get it right the first time. Do they? I'm, I'm impressed. Color me impressed. There we go. There we go. Arabana mm-hmm. uh, is, or Rob's for sure, as we found out on social media. Uh, a partner <laughs> specialist at, at Cloud Carib Limited. She's a marketing pro and digital content creator. Aravana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. And it is uh, it's good to have you. We want to highlight uh, women this month in the month of International Women's Month. And I think International Women's Day is the 8th, is, is it? Is that That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. And so we're super excited to have you on. I stumbled on um, uh, Rab's... Uh, uh, social media and, and really, you know, kind of fell in love with her personality, her vibrance, uh, her love for fashion, uh, all, all things. All right? the things. All, all the things. I appreciate <laughs> all of the appreciation of raps. I do. <laughs> yes. And so, and so, uh, you know, we wanted to bring her on because, you know, one thing I like about her, anytime I, I see someone that, that, that listen is okay on camera is okay not only being on camera but being themselves on camera they do different things entirely entirely um, I'm, I'm very impressed with that and so uh uh and, and then I was interested to kind of follow her journey as she is now uh, uh in the corporate world I almost said back because I don't I don't have the full back story um but in the corporate world uh, uh now and um and, and doing some things there as well so Robin, why don't we talk about, let's, let's talk, let's maybe spend a minute or two talking about your backstory. Coming out of school, where, where did life take you to now? In two uh, minutes. Well, I, started, I started as a cub reporter at Cool 96 in Freeport, right out of college. Um, I was a radio reporter um, and anchor, and I was a beat reporter. So I went to all of the assignments. I wrote all the stories. Um, you know, I would anchor. I audio edit, like I do all of that. And when I, I just got burnt out in news. Um, And so I left news for a while and I started a little um, writing consultancy firm called Media Scribble. And I have been writing for a lot of people. Some of your, some of the words of your favorite politicians have been penned by me. There we go. Yeah, so um, I sort of found my footing in that way. Um, then I decided, okay, I want to be a digital content creator and I was doing that for a while. I'm still doing that. Give us, give us um, an, give us an approximation of years when we, when we uh, go through this journey. I started, when I started doing news, I was, it was 2015, May of 2015. Okay. And I have been in and out of news because what happens is I get burnt out and then I miss it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I run back to it because I'm like, I feel out of the loop. I'm used to knowing things before they, you know? Right. 
And so I would, I would go back and I, I would leave. I would go back and I would leave. Um, and that was since 2015. Um, when I started Media Scribble, I want to say it was September of 2017. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think September or October of 2017 is when I really started taking it seriously because I'd been writing, you know, freelance. People would call me to write press releases, things like that. But I really turned it into a business. Yeah. Um, yeah, in 2017. And, you know, like I said, we've been doing work for people, um, freelance work. Um, I've worked with ad agencies. They contract me to write things, scripts, commercials, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's sort of how I made my living, excuse me, up until September of this year, when, of last year, sorry, when I joined the, the Cloud Carib team. Okay, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about social media for a moment. Okay. And let's talk about it from a, a individual perspective. So okay. me as an individual brand that's in the professional arena, but I see the benefit of, um, of building social privately, even though I might be a private person and, mm -hmm. and don't have a particular taste for it naturally. Mm -hmm. um, and, and my motivation to maybe do that. And then let's switch to corporate. Let's start with an, uh, personality first and an individual. Well, I always tell people the easiest way to attract a following of any kind is to be yourself at all times. You literally, people respond to you, people like you, you know what I mean? And so if you are not being yourself, the public can tell and they will like you, they will likely call you out on that. Um, for me, I always tell people I am who I am, no matter what room you put me in, yeah. you know, um, I present a certain way in public because you know we in public we out in the world you gotta you gotta be decent mm -hmm. but who i am <laughs> does not change and i think that is what people respond to and so even when you are are thinking about building a digital or a digital presence or a social media presence for yourself you can't go into it thinking i want to emulate what mm. someone else is doing mm -hmm. you should always start with who am i why do i like me and why should other people like yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Okay. And, you know, there's a, there's a, I, I, I keep feeling this way about, you know, I'm, I'm in real estate um, and, and a number of social media personalities believe that social media and the attention garnered on social media is like real estate. And you can, if you develop a huge enough following, monetize that following just Absolutely. like real estate right and so our parents more so than our generation bought real estate in Kamichael for five thousand dollars right and you know i'm about to produce a video where that same lot that they bought for five thousand dollars sold to wendy's maybe about four or five years ago for a million dollars i think social media has similar correlation do you agree tell me why I, I do agree with that um, to a certain extent because you get out of social media what you put into it, right? Um, I think people forget, especially when they are trying to um, become a brand, so to speak, online, they forget that social media is supposed to be social. Mm. You know, they it, it becomes like hyper-focused on the business. And yes, the business of social media is very important. But before you can get to the business, you have to get to the people and that, mm. that engagement, you need mm -hmm. that. And mm -hmm. so 
you can't just look at it from the perspective of I'm investing this right here because I want this, you know what I mean? There's yeah. there, and it's definitely, and it, it, depending on what kind of brand you are building, it takes time. You know, it's not like you cut the check for of $5,000 today, you own the land. No, it takes time. Yep. People, it, it takes a process of building trust with people. Mm -hmm. um, people, you need to establish yourself as some kind of um, expert on a matter. So people come to you mm -hmm. and they feel like they want, because people come, like head wraps, head wraps are my thing. Mm -hmm. I get questions every single day from women I know and don't know. Mm -hmm. If I'm in a grocery store, if I am online, whatever it is, they'll be like, so how you die that? Like, like, <laughs> like you have to show me, you know what I mean? Right. So like, and, and that's something that women apparently want to see because we don't right. be like all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have, you have to really um, decide what it is that you, what it is you feel you can offer people mm. and work on that, work on engaging people uh, on the things they want to hear from you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, before my next question, um, and I, I, I hate when I do this because I, I usually lose lose my trend. But let's talk about ISO TV productions. I see this title here. Tell me a little bit about it. So uh, over over the course of quarantine and lockdown and all the drama, I had gotten sick and tired of everything on Netflix, the Hulu, the the, the Amazon. I was over it. I was like, I don't want to watch any of this stuff, mm -hmm. and I realized um in a conversation with my mom actually am i just don't like the reason i'm not connected is because they don't look sound they don't live like me so that was the thing that was missing for me specifically and i was like wouldn't it be cool if we had like a streaming service or a netflix mm, equivalent mm. type thing that features bahamian people Doing mm -hmm. all the things we see black folk everywhere else in the world doing, like falling mm -hmm. in love, like you know, mm -hmm. making money, whatever it is. Yeah. But with a Bahamian accent, mm -hmm. with a Bahamian face, like that might be somebody you actually went to school with and be like, oh, yep. that's yep. what you that's what I wanted to do. And so isolation, my mama actually named the company. Shout out to my mommy. Um, she named the company Isolation. She said, because you are currently in isolation. So you <laughs> She said, use this time to figure out exactly what it is you want to do. And so isolation television, well, ISO TV productions, ISO productions is basically a platform where shows that I create in my mind, you know, <laughs> are eventually executed. Um, I, I'm trying as much as I can to build a, like a, a uh, profile of, of content that people are actually interested in watching. Yes, yes. Um, I think, and it's all being done locally, um, using Bahamian ar artists, Bahamian people, um, you know, Bahamian cameramen, editors. So that's really important to me because I want to be able to keep the creative community going in whatever way I can. And that's an opportunity for me to do that. And hopefully my dream is that isolation will become a platform for other creatives to, to channel their content, send it out, just be, have it distributed. Um, and even if you have like ideas for a show, you know, I, that's the kind of stuff I want, but I want yeah. it to be for us by us. Like, you know. Yeah, I love it, yeah. I love it. Yeah, so my, my question was going to be, I, I, I got it, I didn't lose it, <laughs> is about contextual communication. And contextual communication, when I say that, I'm, I'm talking about, about 
drafting a message specific to the platform you're posting on. And so okay. generally speaking, um, companies, I think more often than, than individuals, if I have a graphic, um, that graphic could be, you know, we, we, got, a, we got a house in, 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 you know, Stapleton for sale. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use the same graphic and same caption on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Matter of fact, I might even be ambitious and put that same thing on TikTok. Tell me why should corporate companies uh, develop messaging specific to the platform? And, or, and tell me if you agree with that. Uh, I, 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 so this is the thing. Different people live on different platforms, you know? Facebook is very much for the settled. You know, that's where my mama lives. Mm -hmm. That's where my aunties live. They don't necessarily live on Instagram. My yeah. friends, people in my peer group and younger live on Instagram. People younger than my peer group live on TikTok. You know what I mean? And so saying the exact same thing mm. and showing the exact same thing to that wide an audience when you are dealing with completely different demographics because the people who are on Facebook, they are on there to share memes, to talk to each other, like to connect. People who are on Instagram, they're also doing that, but in a very different way because people share through their stories um, instead of like a timeline, a timeline post. So there are all these different mechanisms that are happening all at once. And I know sometimes it can be difficult for companies and individuals alike to sort of figure out um, but the stories, for example, give you a way to, to do it in real time. You know what I mean? People yeah. get to see more of you where a timeline yeah. can be a very curated, that, mm -hmm. means that isn't necessarily real. Right. You know what I mean? And so as you maneuver through the use of each platform and you realize who is following you where, because you may have an audience who is settled and interested in buying a home in Stapleton on Facebook and they will see mm -hmm. that and they'll be like, oh, okay. But you may put that same post on Instagram and the people on Instagram will say, I can't afford this house, no out. Why right. look it? Right. You know what I mean? And yep. so those are the sort of things that have to be considered when you are actually um, trying to attract an audience. On yeah. Social. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Let's talk about how corporate companies and, and maybe we even there, the company that you're working with now, how corporate companies should communicate their message online. And take that in whichever direction you'd like. So I think one of the key elements is understanding your company's voice. Mm. Right? So in my personal branding, I find, and like, because I'm, I'm also a blogger. So people tell me all the time, they read my text in my voice. They hear it <laughs> in their head. Like I'm right. echoing. That, you right. know what I mean? And so that's equally important for businesses. I think you mm. need to know what your company's voice is. If you are a very serious company, you know, you can't, you can't be as playful as say, for example, a cloud carrot can't be as playful as say um, a, a uh, what do you call them? The health and beauty body butter. In the, you know, there's, there's two different lanes, mm -hmm. you know? And so you have to know what your company voice is and craft the messaging around that. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Should companies get more into video? How important is it for professionals who have ambitions 
So this would be companies or individuals that have ambitions to communicate their message in video. So um, if a picture is worth a thousand words, video is king. Mm. You know, because people have very short attention spans. They are less like, unless they are already following you and you have created that environment of trust where they engage with you regardless, people are very, like, they don't want to read stuff. Like, yeah. even if sometimes you post a caption that is literally two sentences and people will ignore the caption mm -hmm. and watch the video or look at mm -hmm. the picture, mm -hmm. you know? And so video really is king. Um, there are so many, I, I think people get the idea that creating video or being a content creator at the video level can be difficult. And I'm not saying it's easy. It requires a certain level of commitment. For example, like on the weekends, I have to commit to filming my content. Yeah. I have to get up early. I got to yeah. get dressed, put on a face and then get in front of the camera and be, you know, who people expect. Um, and so, but you have to, you actually have to like train yourself. The discipline has to be there. You have to, to want to do it because if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to be there, it's going to show on yeah. camera. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, like I say, you have to be yourself. Um, people are drawn to authenticity, mm -hmm. you know, whether, whether it's intentional or not, if you are being your most authentic self, who is meant, your, your tribe will find you basically. Yes. The people who are meant to follow you or engage with you will do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good. Um, so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could go in, I, we got about five minutes and I'm trying to determine which direction we go in. Okay. Uh, but for a professional, um, how do you recommend LinkedIn and, and how important has LinkedIn been in your building your social media brand, developing connections? Yeah, that's the question. I'll be honest. LinkedIn is very new territory for me. Okay. Um, I've always had a LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just never super active on my LinkedIn profile. Yes, yes. Uh, I would I posted like maybe years ago when um, Media Scribble and everything started, but I I have not until recently, and mm -hmm. I I can say that that was probably not the best move for me. I should have been doing this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but I think every social media platform, um, whether it be LinkedIn, whether it be Facebook, Twitter. Uh, wherever it is, it's an opportunity for you to sell yourself, your Certainly. business, whatever it is, right? And so, especially on LinkedIn, the audience on LinkedIn is very much business people, mm -hmm. um, you know, people who are interested in, in, in actually networking and making connections um, that are going to propel them in their personal careers. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great for anyone who is who is really ambitious and looking to advance in their respective careers because you know you make these connections, you don't always realize how important they are, but they pop up. Like the need for, for certain people pops up no matter what it is you're doing. And you'll be like, oh yes, I met so-and-so. I saw, I viewed his profile. He's now my connection on LinkedIn. I can say, hey, can you assist? Or, yeah. hey, I have an idea. You know what I mean? Um, LinkedIn is, bec and because there's there are business people on LinkedIn, you know, things like finding funding, things like getting advice on finding funding, especially for small business owners, that's really important. That's really something that I always hear from them, trying to fund their operations from their personal accounts. And I can testify because I sell TV. Ciao. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for ways to 
keep that keep the company out of my bank account you know what yes. i mean and so yes. opportunities there are opportunities definitely on linkedin and opportunities on every social media platform that can assist you with doing that absolutely absolutely yeah. okay good okay um so robin it was so good to catch up with you i love talking you. marketing um have you have you ticked or talked yet either i am i am a tiktok lurker Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a lurker, so I go up because the kids, the childrens are hilarious. Okay, they be doing stuff, and I'm like, I think I put, I think I may have put up like two videos, but those were things that were already on my own social media, and I was like, well, I might as well, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not an active TikToker. I'm very I much a TikToker. Um, hopefully, uh, that'll change, but I haven't, I haven't made that commitment just yet. Totally get it. Totally get it. I I got about one post on there, um, and and my and my post is around old people on TikTok and how <laughs> how how we look trying to honestly, trying to make TikTok work. Honestly, people people I find well I find the old people on TikTok adorable. Like you I, know I do I, as well. I, I do as well. They're adorable. They just be there, you know, ticking and talking. I'm like, okay, but that's not gonna be me. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, social media is definitely an interesting time, and um, you know, it's amazing how how you know the the dynamics have changed. You know, to 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 get into media, to to produce video, you needed to have connections, you needed to have money, you needed to be you on the end. Need to have degrees. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. yeah, and and even still, even still, to a degree, um, our generation who have these big uh, financial ambitions and business goals. We are still relying on, man. I won't. I won't get on Guardian Radio. I won't get my ad in the paper. Traditional media to, sources, yes. Traditional yeah. media. And so, you know, I okay. So my comment on that, especially for millennials and Gen Zers and other people who are coming up, I think that is a holdover because you realize that it is generation ahead of you that currently holds the wealth. Mm. And, the traditional media sources like your Guardian Radio, like your um, McKinney Media Group, like your Love 97s, they hold a certain amount of weight in the community where you are trying to access your wealth from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. the, the, the 45 plus, the 50 plus people, that's, what, that's where the money is. Those are the people who are in business. You know what I mean? Those are the people who own companies who have um, high level positions in whatever organizations. And so in order for m- some millennials to get noticed, you have to put yourself where the people you are trying to attract live, which yeah. is in traditional media, which is in the news, which yeah. is on Guardian Radio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that is a gift and a curse um, because you should, re- I, I, I feel like sometimes the, the 50 plus, you know, generation does not give the due respect. They don't respect the work that goes into, you know, the digital side of things. They feel like it has to be, or it's yeah. invalid. Right. And, you know, it has to be a certain way or they invalidate it. And I think that's a dangerous position to take, especially at this time in the world where everything is moving digital. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think um, it's important for millennials and Gen Zers to understand how traditional media has worked. Because in order to understand the evolution of media and the, the time span that we're living in, the time span we're gonna be in, 
it is important to know how it started, how people responded, because human nature doesn't change. The things mm -hmm. that attracted people to, to traditional media are some of the same things that attract them to digital media. Absolutely. So you have to sort of know where you've been to know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And so, Robin, again, I thank you for, for, for joining us today. I wish you all the best in your, uh, in your uh, new career path at Cloud Carb and uh, ISO TV Productions and, and all that you do. I look forward to reading uh, some of your content. I've been loving what you've been posting on LinkedIn. I too have taken my LinkedIn serious, hence this, um, hence, uh, this series called Linked Up. Um, and so I know that we, we as uh, ambitious people are leaving so much money on the table, not being more, more vocal with the, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so uh, it was good, glad connecting with you. I hope to be able to connect uh, physically sometime soon. And, and um, again, appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you've watched another episode of Linked Up on LinkedIn. Thanks for joining us. You've been watching Linked Up on LinkedIn. <laughs>